Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Friday, June 9, 2023. I say it's June 9 and Friday, even though this says Thursday at 2.35 p.m. because we are recording it today at Thursday at 2.35 p.m. Anyway, welcome to Elijah Streams. We're going to bring on Ivana Tia in just a few moments. But we're going to bring in first Mike and Lori Sally to talk about the mission trip we have been we have been um, telling you this is going to come. So listen closely, take get a pen and paper if you might want to sign up to apply. How do we say apply for this mission trip? So Mike and Lori, take it away. Tell us about this whole thing. Yeah. So we're so we're so excited to to invite the Elijah Streams viewers to come to Uganda and see firsthand all of the incredible things that Elijah Streams have been involved with, including clean water, the medical center. And so we have this opportunity that we want to open up to you. Um, the website that you can get to that they're showing there is showmercy.org forward slash Elijah Streams Uganda. You can see it on the screen there. Very and good. that will give you a lot of the detailed information about what you need to apply, kind of what we're going to be involved in. And just so you have a good idea, this is a this is a mission trip. It's not a tour. It's a hands-on ministry tip, trip. And so we're really excited to bring a really awesome team from Elijah's Dreams to Uganda to minister to the people. So one detail, it's February 5th through February 18th, 2024. It's going to be an amazing, amazing time. And there's going to be an opportunity to go on a safari as well. But we want to show this video. It's a Show Mercy video. It just kind of gives you just a little taste. And hopefully it'll inspire you to pray about applying to come on this missions trip. Purpose. You hear that? That small, steady voice. An opportunity to impact in ways you couldn't imagine. That constant push to make a difference, to help provide means to the underserved, helping the voiceless find their voice, building foundations on sandy ground. That voice gets louder. The battle within your biggest obstacle. This call will take you beyond your borders, but anything worth anything will cost you something. This is outreach where change meets purpose. You go further, finding conviction with every step. The journey ahead of you is beautiful. The time is now. Your destiny is calling. Will you answer? Now they had showmercy.org as a, if they want to sign up for this one, because my finger doesn't go all the way down, uh, they they can still go to showmercy.org. Would they find it with the tab on your side? No, you know, you need to actually type in that URL. It's there. This is a page that's only for Elijah Streams viewers. Okay. Um, but but of course they can click around and find more about generally about how we do missions. But this is the one they need to get to to get the specific information on the trip. Okay, and then while we're talking here, I'm just going to say Emily, you might be the person, or or Jeff, one of you, put that in as a hot link in the description below. So that's another way for them to get through to that is they can click on that. Uh, you cannot click on it here. You have to type it all out and watch it, you know, play it and freeze frame it and type it out. If you don't do that, if you're not able to do that, we'll put it in the description below and possibly in some of the chat as well where it's clickable that way. 
talk about, I, I know you've got other things to cover. Um, yeah, the application process, because not everybody that applies is going to be able to go, right? There's only how many, how many will be able to go? Yeah, we're looking at probably the maximum 50 people. And so mm -hmm. it's not going to be like the, you know, 600 people going to Israel or that we're going to be having. Um, so it's going to be restricted and, and we're going to go through and just pray over the applications and really ask the Lord, who's the ones that are supposed to be on this team? And so, um, yeah, hopefully I, I believe we'll have a good response and we'll have a great team that goes there. And maybe if this works out, uh, we could do more in the future. But um, yeah, that's kind of the process. This Web page has a lot of information on there. And it, it'll explain to you, you know, what you need to apply, the documents that you need, things like that. So. And when you say hands-on, give some examples of what that means. What what types of things might they be doing? Well, we're gonna we do outreaches every single day, whether we have visiting teams or not. And so some of those outreaches are we do a Subi club, which is a children's club where we gather the kids and we feed them, we minister to them, love on them. We do elderly visits. We go out to the community. Now you have to. Um, Remember, Emily, maybe you could show just the picture of Field of Dreams base. This is our missions base. Um, it's it's dirt roads. Most people don't have electricity or running water, which is why these water wells have been so impactful. So you'll be going on to the dirt streets, you know, walking the roads, stopping at people's houses, uh, ministering to them. We're going to go see a lot of the water wells that Elijah streams that you, those that are watching, have donated to make happen. You're going to get to meet the people firsthand that you have impacted. Awesome. And not only that, but to go see the dirty sources so you can really understand the, the help that this, this water is bringing. Also, Elijah streams donated a hospital. And so you'll have a chance to go and minister to the sick there, pray for the sick. We have a birthing center maternity ward right next door. And so if you love babies, you get to pray, prophesy over these newborns that are there. Um, prison ministry. What else is Agriculture. there? Agriculture. Uh, yeah, we have a, a farm um, that's doing a program called Farming God's Way. And it's basically a, just a ministry project that teaches people biblical principles to farming so they can increase the yields to their own property. And uh, so it, it just it's a ministry, though, also. It's a discipleship program. And so there's so many opportunities. It's not going to be just the water, although we're going to make a big emphasis on that. But if you if you like to minister to children, if you like widows, if you want if you like to encourage and pray for the sick, you know, if you're a medical person, if you maybe you're a nurse or a doctor, you're you're welcome to come and serve in our medical clinic on this trip as well. Well, and, yeah, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, is I I I looked at the application once, but it's been a week or so. Um, is there a place on there for them to volunteer information like that? Like, I'm a nurse, I want to do this and that? There sure is. Yeah, we have all that information. We ask some questions just to kind of find out what types of people are applying. And so that's all that information is on the application. I also like to challenge people. Um, I remember my first time going to Uganda. I didn't even really know why I was going. I didn't want to go, honestly. I went because Mike pushed me and I felt like Holy Spirit said, go. And I remember I was there and I was scared. I wasn't sure about things. It was an unknown for me. And when I got there, God ministered to me, I think more than, than anything I could have done for these people. But while I was there, for instance, I remember they were going to go to the prison. And I remember thinking, what am I going to do in a prison? Like, how do you even encourage prisoners? Wow. You know, they're, they're stuck. And, and what are you going to do? And I know that sounds silly, but honestly, that's where I was. I didn't know what I had to offer. Me, that's it was an all-guys prison. 
And when I got there, I forgot that Holy Spirit does the ministry and you just show up and you're obedient. And I remember Holy Spirit came in such a powerful, powerful way. These prisoners were weeping and God was ministering to their hearts. And so I want to encourage people, even if you don't feel like you love children, do you love the Holy Spirit? Pray about coming. Come and step out of your box, step past your chicken line and, and see what God will do. I, I know he's, he's got a, a amazing, amazing plans for those that decide to apply and, and, and go. So, Doreen and I will be going too. We're not going to be there the whole time. We'll come a few days later and probably leave before everyone leaves. But, but um, So we'll get to meet many of you. If you, have, if you were on Israel tour and you end up here, we'll get to meet you here. We'll do some things with you, some of the some of the whatever it is that you know we're going to try and make ourselves available as well uh and then talk about is the safari for sure for those who go or yes what what do you want to say about the safari yeah you know while you're in africa it's a great time to not only experience ministry but experience africa go on a safari um it's going to be this beautiful place on the nile river in murchison and so we're going to go out, we're going to have a boat safari, we're going to do game drives where we go out and you see lions, you see elephants, you see giraffes, you see all, all different hip, hippos and all different ki- types of animals and just get to experience the nature of Uganda and the beauty of Uganda. So it's a, it's a two, it's a two type, you know, it's, it's both ways. You're going to minister, yeah. you're also just going to have a really great time in Africa. That sounds good. And some of you who are, you know, I can imagine being afraid, even I've never been on a safari before. This for anyone that is curious, we've not, Doreen and I have not actually been to Uganda to see these wells. We've done it all through Mike and Lori. So this will be our first trip too. We're going to be just as curious to see the wells as you are, probably more so. So I can imagine some people saying, well, I'll go for the, to do the ministry, but I don't care about being with wild beasts. Some people say, I want to go for the safari, but I'll do the ministry. But the bottom line is everybody gets to do everything. And some of you will love it more than anything else you want to share before. You, you know, you just, you've always talked about our, our village that we built there. And yeah. so it's actually, it's called Field of Dreams. And that's where people are going to be staying. And so you're going to you're going to experience all the things that you've been talking about that you've been supporting personally, Steve, and Elijah Streams has been supporting. You're going to see it firsthand and you're going to you're going to love it. It's an amazing place. Our staff, we have about 50 Ugandan staff full time. And I promise you, you'll fall in love with our staff. They are the best. We hear that all the time. And so they're they're incredible men and women of the Lord. And uh, you're going to really enjoy connecting with them as well as the people in the village. So. It's going to be an amazing trip, and we're really looking forward to gathering great. Laurie, any last words? No, just go to the website and apply, and and we'll uh, see what God's going to do. And, yeah, just be prepared that it's possible you're all excited and you fill it all out and you're not selected. So we Because there could be three or 400 people that apply and only 50 at maximum that can go. So um, just be prayed up. Tell people what why you're going and – I think you have a place to include your photo or something so people know who you are and they get to know you even before you come. So, all right. I'm looking forward to seeing some of you out there. I know. And then if if someone you know is not watching this broadcast, but you know they want to, would want to apply, be sure and alert them to that right away. So, all right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike and Laurie. Thanks, Steve. Good Bye. job. See you all later. Okay. That was good. We love Mike and Laurie. Dream and I have been friends with uh, them for 20-some years. They're our daughter used to babysit their girls, and now both one's married and one's getting married. So uh, life goes on. It's amazing. Our children grow up. They get married and start their own families. 
All right, time to bring in Yvonne Atiyah. So here we go with that. Hello there, Yvonne. Good to see you. How are you? Lovely to see you. Good. You're as joyous as always. I always know you will be. The last time I saw you in person was when we were all in Israel together. You sat in the seat behind me and harassed me the whole trip. We <laughs> had fun. Your, your, your husband, uh, Mina, also our dear friend, and you, you guys are both cut-ups, and so are we. So we had a, we had a lot yeah. of fun. So it was like, the, if you saw the setup, it was Doreen and me. Right behind us was you and Mina. Right behind you was Mike and Lori. Across from you was, from us, was uh, Robin and... Yeah, Robin, and Robin, and then who? Then I, uh, I think it's his daughter. Was his daughter? Yeah, it was Amber and Amber. his daughter Rovia. It was amazing. It was a great group, and we had uh, Clay Clark's mother was on our bus, and I think yes. it's his—is it his aunt or I don't care? Do you it know his, which one? It was his auntie. <laughs> his auntie, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Such I guess an too. amazing. Dream. Christina, I think she, I think Dreena called Dreen called her Tina, but it's Christina. Is that what? Yeah. Was, <laughs> well, listen, I'm, I'm I'm really glad to have you with us, Yvonne, and I see that we've got quite a bit to cover. So, um, before we get into the the boomerang thing, I guess you've got some testimonies to tell. We want to hear that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, Steve, uh, from about two months ago, the Lord began to speak to me very clearly about a very distinct ministry. Um, to, to begin to offer to the church. And he called it the ministry of ascension. And I was like, Lord, what is that? What is the ministry of ascension? And he reminded me of the Lord's prayer when Jesus taught his disciples to pray. He said to them that when we pray, we should ask as it is in heaven so that it should be on earth. And then the Lord said, how will you do that when my children are not visiting heaven? It is a place that wow. is it is open, yet many of my children are not visiting heaven. Wow. And I said, Lord, why are they not? And there was two things, Steve, that came out of that download where the Lord said, first of all, it's because of wrong doctrines. Many believers, what are you told in church? You come to the Lord, you receive Jesus, and when you die, you, and then you go to be with the Lord. And that's the language that we use. But the truth is what the Lord said to me, you're dead. You have already died in Christ. The apostle Paul said this. He said, I was crucified with Christ. And so I no longer live. So if I have technically died, then I can access and ascend to the heavenly realms to see the glory of my father and reflect that glory here on earth if I am to live a glorious life. So the Lord was cornering me. And there was another reason why many don't enter these places, not just because of the teachings, not there, but because of trauma and abuse. Wow. Of abuse, and so to enter into those places, there has to be a deep level of intimacy with the Lord, and the Lord needs to heal your imagination and the way you see yourself. So I was like, Okay, Lord, I wrote the whole download, and last month, for the first time ever, Steve, I took a step of faith and I said, I'm doing uh, an online class. And mind you, Steve, it's online, like this is even harder. I mean, that's crazy. You're saying, and is can you tell people? 
I know you. I don't want you to skip past the definition of what ascension is. What exactly you're teaching them to do? What? I tell you to ascend into the heavenly realms, and I'm going to tell you something crazy, which blew my mind. When the apostle Paul ascended into the third heaven, he says this. He's speaking in third person. So he said, "I know a man." who ascended into the third heaven, and then he says this to you, whether in the body or out of the body. And that, I, I froze, because what that means, to ascend in the body was something that even in the Old Testament happened, like Elijah, like Enoch, it happened. But there are times when you can ascend out of the body. What that means is that you are in the presence of God. Your body is here on earth, but all of a sudden you allow your spirit to rise above and be united with Christ in the heavenly realms where it's supposed to be. So it's a release. And when the Lord was showing me, because I, I told you, Steve, this has been happening to me a lot and it wasn't something I signed up for. It, I sort of stumbled across it. Like it, it wasn't no one taught me this um, and a lot of that came from Song of Songs and so I began to study last year for 12 months that's pretty wow. much what I read because wow. I knew there is a deep level of healing that the Lord needed to do in my heart so for me to enter into those places it is so easy now because of the way that the Lord allowed me to see myself like when he saw the bride he said to her you are beautiful and she says to him, but I'm black. But she doesn't understand. It's when she allowed herself to step into the presence of the son of righteousness. She could see defects. But at the same time, she knew she's a partaker of the divine nature. And so she's saying to them, the blackness in me is not a relapse. It is an advanced stage because he changed my color. And I was like, whoa, God, you blew my mind. I never knew this. I never heard this because I used to think being black means it's a lower state, but it's not. It's actually a higher state. It's almost like she allowed herself. What happens if you go out in the sun? You yeah. get taken. Yeah. So she enters the divine chamber. She says to him, draw me and let's run together. And then she says, he takes me into the divine chamber. And then she realizes that she's black. So when did she realize that she had a skin color change? It was when she was in the divine chamber. But then he said to her, that's not a relapse. Because he says to her, you're beautiful. You're not, you're not like what you're thinking. And it is the healing of the way she saw herself that then she was able to sit under the apple tree in his shade, enter the divine wine cellar and do all this crazy stuff that she wasn't used to doing. She's used to doing works. And she said this thing. She said to him, my brothers, my mother's brothers, they wanted me to tend their vineyard but I wasn't able to attend mine. In other words, most people, they just want you to do church, you know? And wow, when, yeah. Right? But when you're wrecked by the divine love, you're doing other stuff. You're resting. You're releasing your spirit. So the Lord said to me that, you know, I want you to teach healing in that place. And so I took a step of faith, and I went out, and I did this event, and it was last month. It was two weeks ago. 
we had a packed class. I had to close the registrations because I wasn't able to take any more. And the reason was we really wanted to minister to people. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. What happened, Steve, as they were ascending into the heavenly realms, so many of them began to weep uncontrollably. And what they saw, everyone saw something different. It's almost like everyone saw a different corner in heaven. But it was so glorious because of the healing that took place. So, for example, someone said that her father used to um, belt her and hit Mm. her. And she was. And so whenever she heard that God's a father, there was a cringe because it's like it sort of reminds her of um, her father. And she said to me, although I forgave my father, but I still couldn't imagine running into the arms and the embrace of God because there was something holding me back. So then she goes to, she enters into this place and she sees a stairway. The stairway is gold and she can't come up the stairway. She is stopped right at the first step. Oh, wow. She looks up and she sees God standing on top and she's looking at him she wants to come to him but because of the pain and the trauma she can't she's stopping there and so he is the one she says who comes down to her picks her up like a child carries her (laughs) she was weeping uncontrollably because in the ascension the healing took place and it's not something that's rational. Like if I, and the Lord said this to me, Steve, it was beautiful. He said, there's um, a union in power and a union in essence. And I was like, what is that Lord? What is that strange language? He said, when people unite me in the power, they unite in my power as in, in my name. So they use the name of Jesus. They're rebuking, they're renouncing all this stuff. But that's a rational union. In other words, your mind knows of God. But then when the heart is united through the ascension, you are united in the essence. In other words, every single part of your body is united to who God is. So you are reflecting the glory. You're seeing yourself as beautiful because that's how he sees you. You're able to walk into places. And so after the class, Steve, we have received unbelievable testimonies of people being healed from violence, domestic abuse, sexual abuse. And then I figured out that the biggest hindrance to for people to enter two things, wrong teaching and hurt and trauma. So I'm going to begin to teach. The Lord will say to me, I want you to teach on that because it is my desire to bring my children. This is the last day's ministry. In other words, this is the time. If we want the glory to come, we need to see the glory. How am I meant to walk in something that I never see? It's all right. I'm going to ask you a question because I know some people are listening to this and they go, "I, I see the end product. and I know it's called Ascension and everybody's on their computer. So we're not in the same room together. So just... In a, in a nutshell, how does it begin? Does everybody close their eyes and then you begin to what? You, you, yeah. I'm not asking you to teach the class, but just give the categories of what happens. 
Absolutely. So the first thing, Steve, everything starts by inviting the Holy Spirit. So the first thing was to close your eyes and begin to invite the Holy Spirit. And begin then, we let them into a time of rest. Because in Song of Song, chapter 2, she says, the bride says that I sat under in his shadow. So there is a time of rest. And this is the time where we pretty much said to them, begin to take deep, like begin to breathe. Just take deep breath, breathing, and slow down. Just slow down. And any thought that sort of comes to your mind, this is the thing, say it to the Lord, where a lot of people don't. A lot of people, whenever you're coming to calm down your mind and something bothers you, you try and say, no, 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 I'm really spiritual. I'm not going to give it to the Lord. It's not going to happen. Your mind does not operate this way. But the moment you cast all your cares on him, you understand that I said it to the Lord. The Lord knows it's off my mind. So during the time of deep breathing and resting, take time for any thought that that bothers you, say it out loud to the Lord. So we got to... Okay, give me on that one before you move on. So you're going to say something that bothers you out loud. Uh, now, they're, of course, they're on the computer, but in the quietness of being on their computer, they say, give an example of something they might say. So Sure. So, for example, let's say um, mortgage, for example. Okay, say someone is about to pay their mortgage and they're just struggling and it's been on their mind. It's worrying them. So the moment they are breathing deeply within the presence of the Holy Spirit, they would say something, Lord, I'm really worried about paying my mortgage. At there you the go. End. Good. Right? Good example. So example. Or something is like, Lord, my son hasn't called me for the last few days. Lord, it's really bothering me. How about this one, Yvonne? Because I can imagine myself saying that one. Because I this was something, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it would be something like this. Lord, I feel like I'm not going to be holy enough to be able to do what everybody else is doing. How about saying that out loud? Oh, my God. Absolutely. What What did the bride say? I'm black. And he says, oh, you're stunning. You're not black. I've just changed your skin color because you entered into my presence. So she was able to, but, but she had to say it, Steve. See, what you just said is so important because she, she could have believed that she's black, but she's never said it. So therefore, it's sitting in there as I'm unworthy. So she couldn't believe that she was so beautiful as she is right now, even before she offloads these thoughts. She's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And, and they got to get to that place. Okay. That's going to help and a lot of people right there. Yeah, and I don't want anyone to rush this stage because I call that the time of recollection. So you pretty much empty your mind. Every thought that comes, take your time. Just give it to the Lord. Within a couple of minutes, guess what's going to happen? Your mind, which is working as fast as a bullet train, begins to understand that there's nothing else to worry about. The Lord has got everything. He's got the mortgage. He's got the kids. He's got the marriage. He's got the ministry. There's nothing wow. else. It's really nothing wow. else. Most believers end their prayer at this time. So they tell God their shopping list and then they go. But this is the time where you begin, not end. That's and so good. you've said everything to the Lord. Now you begin to minister your love to the Lord. And if you can't, tell the Lord why. So she begins to tell him 
kiss me and kiss me again. So people are like, how do you kiss God? Well, <laughs> what do we call God? We call God the word. So the, so what happened is that the word from the, his mouth proceeds his word. So even loving his word, even indulging in a, in a Bible verse, even you are kissing God. And that's not because you're a male or a female. It is in the realm of the spirit. We call that the spiritual union. So you begin to tell the Lord how much you love him. And if you are finding it difficult, this is going to be the time that you're going to stop and ask a question. Why am I finding it difficult to say that? And the Holy Spirit immediately would tell you. It's because you've gone through violence in your marriage. Or it's because your father used to um, abuse you when you were a child. So Lord, begin to say, Lord, heal this area. So take time, heal this area. Help me to do what I cannot do. So then after the recollection, you go into a time of healing. And so as you are doing this, you begin to say, here I am, Lord. I pray for their spiritual eyes to be open. And then they begin to see an entry point. So Revelation 4, um, John the Revelator said, I was in the spirit in the day of the Lord. And immediately I saw a door open. So whatever the Lord shows you in the realm of your imagination, you are not dreaming this up. Your imagination has been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. That's the good. enemy is not going to show you heaven. He's not going to want you. In actual fact, he's hid this place so that you don't see it. And so they all began, Steve, to see different things. We had some, on the night, we had 16 unbelievable testimonies. So someone saw a door. Someone else saw a hallway. Someone else saw a gate. Someone else saw a garden. So wherever you see in the realm of your spirit, when your eyes are closed, allow your spirit to move out of your body. Remember what Paul said? I was either in the body or out of the body. Don't cap your spirit. Don't cringe. Don't hold back. And I leave it at that. And then I give them time. And what we heard that night was mind-blowing because most of them, it was their first time. They've never in their life. And some of them did not want to come. They were like, I did it. Like, I mean, we had to say, come on, this is the time to come back and talk to us. But they were like, this is going to be my lifestyle. This is what I want. So I am believing. I wanted to share this, Steve, before I get into the prophetic word because I am believing the, the deepest level of healing in these days is not going to be coming just through a prayer. It is the Lord doing it himself. It is the glory. You'll be healed, delivered, empowered in the glory. And Jesus prayed. Jesus said this to the Father. I want those who will believe to come and see the glory that you have given to me. So when we come into the heavenly realms, we're like, wow, Lord, you have all this for me. I am going to live an empowered life, even though I may have troubles, struggles, but I'm going to live as it is in heaven. I'm going to live. I'm going to bring this to earth because that's what you called me. Very good. Very, very, very good. How many were in that class at that one time? Oh, Steve, we had we had to close it at 70 people. We could not because at the end we wanted testimonials. So yeah. it was it went for two hours, but we really went for three hours because the testimonials just kept coming. So we ended up having 16 testimonials 
and I couldn't hear what God was doing with the rest because it was yeah. going. So we want to do it again. We want to do it. It's going to be part of our, you know, school online because I just feel I don't want to be doing the healing anymore. I don't want to be telling them, rebuke this and ask for this. It's great, but Jesus never left us a manual. And if I have access to the most holy place. Well, right. My goodness, yeah. Jesus, yeah. You know, very, very. He, and then everyone that attends, is it, you got a screen full of 70 people? Is that, yes. you're seeing the little tiny thumbnails or whatever? Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. And then good. they share at the end, like we let them open the mic. But it was very emotional because for them, it was the first time. And as you said, Steve, 90% of them said what you just said. They said, we signed up for this class thinking we are unworthy and we yeah. will never see anything. And they were shocked by the love and the glory and the grace of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, I just, that's so good, Yvonne. And I think it's just so human nature because a bunch of you out there, probably all of you, if you're like me, if you haven't been to heaven yet, that you're aware of, and you've asked and you've asked and you've asked and you've prayed and you've decreed and you've repented, you end up with only one conclusion. I guess I'm not holy enough. Who will ascend the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Maybe I'm just not clean enough. Maybe I'm not holy enough. Um, so that's, I think that's just probably almost universal. I don't know. Yeah. And so. and the Lord, he's, you know, Steve, he's coming for a bride. He's coming yeah. for a glorious bride without a spot and without a blemish. And we have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I remember just earlier, you know, Prophet Robin was talking about canceling whatever has been sown by the blood of Jesus. So that is so important because if you feel the sin in my life, whatever it is, the blood of Jesus is the one that brings you into the most holy place. That's and so in good. that place, you can go, you can experience your Father in heaven, you can reflect His glory, His joy to this world. And this is the place, Steve, where I am believing that so many of the church in these days, they will be experiencing the heavenly realms. As oh, you, uh, excuse me for interrupting. Are you, because uh, we'll get into the rest of this here in a minute, but um, are you, for people that want to join, it sounds like there will be hundreds and hundreds. Do you, will, will you create classes of about 70 and they can join in class A, then, then that fills up, they get in class B? How yes. does that work? How will that work? Yeah, absolutely. So, Steve, they can just go to the website and there's um, there's an email, like send us an email and just let us know that this is the interest. So we've just had the class, but there's going to be another one next month. So just as they see them, it will, the emails will go out. Um, it's also going to be part of our inner healing school, which starts June uh June 16th. So if they join that uh, on the website, there'll be like a pop-up screen. So as they join that, we're going to be also having a class in this. Okay, so your whole uh, um, website isn't can't be seen. Maybe you can do that, Emily. It's CelebrateFreedomMinistries.org. Is that right? Yeah, so Uh, CelebrateFreedomMinistries.org. And there's going to be in a healing class starting June 19th. So, yeah, when they register for this class, we're going to be doing a live teaching for the students about encountering the heavenly realms. It will be within that course. Okay, very, very good. So that ascension is part of a, a full course. Is that what you're saying? And the course is how many? How okay. Many? Sure. So the course is going to be 
eight weeks about okay. the journey of inner healing. So because the Lord revealed this revelation to us, what we're going to do is we're going to add to the course an event for for especially that, for the class. So within the eight weeks, there will be an event for anyone who registers for the inner healing course. They will be, um, they will be invited to do the heavenly realms encounters. There'll be an impartation given to them for that class. Um, and they will go, they will also have class notes where they will go through what hinders people from coming into this place and they'll be able to study themselves to see if their imagination needs healing, if their heart needs healing. So as they deal with this, part of the event is that they will be entering into the heavenly realms. They'll be a part of that class for the school. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's, uh, thank you so much, Yvonne. So let's go ahead and jump in. Whatever you want to share on the boomerang, you told me about it. And I, said, I hope we'll do that when you come on next. So here, I'm just going to turn it over to you. Amen. Well, Steve, you know that I used to live, four years ago, I used to live in Australia, and the Lord called me and said that the U.S. will be home. So this is something I'm so honored, and because uh, I, I do love the U.S. so much. So, um, But I have not thought of a boomerang for the last, you know, God knows, 10 years. And the reason is, I... Is it kind of considered an Australian... Being a sport or, or it originated there? It's an Australian weapon. So it's actually it's actually a weapon. And it's wow. among the indigenous uh, Australians. They're called the Aborigines. Um, so if anyone's been to Australia and they go to the outback, they will always go on a tour with the, you know, the elders of the land, or we call them the original owners of the land. Yeah. And one of the things you you will do is have a go at throwing a boomerang. So we're coming into June. And the first thing I begin to see is multiple dreams, Steve, four days in a row. And, you know, I was telling you, Steve, I'm seeing a boomerang. I'm dreaming of a boomerang. I'm having an open vision about a boomerang. And I'm wow. thinking, Lord, <laughs> I haven't seen a boomerang. For the last, God knows, for the la I think once it was in the zoo where I, I sort of tried to throw one, but it's so hard to throw. Yeah, I did when I did it. We went to Australia. I've only been there once, and we did. It was at the zoo, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, well, that looks easy. I saw him. I saw, and so Doreen went. Hers went great. I thought this is going to be fun to watch that thing come back. <laughs> I went away embarrassed with my head hanging up. I couldn't know how to throw a boomerang, but anyway. <laughs> I was like you, Steve. So I say that before I share the word because I don't want people to think, oh, she's it's because she's coming from Australia. Not really. I really haven't thrown one for a long time. But in this, it started off with a, a dream. And mind you, Steve, the boomerang is the Hebrew letter six. Okay, wow. And we are in June, and every time God would show me a scripture. In this prophetic word, you won't believe it. It's it's a six, like it's Galatians six. It's all the sixes. I'm gonna share all the sixes. But I freaked out. I said, Lord, if someone's even trying to put this together, there's no way because everything is just you know lining up in, in an amazing way. But let me begin by saying this open uh, this dream. So in the dream, I find myself in the outback. And I've, I have, honestly, I haven't been to the Outback, but it's a place of like desert, red uh, dust. 
And so even as I'm in this place, I'm around all those um, elders of the land and they are throwing the boomerang. And what happens is that it begins to spin. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And it gives you the idea that it's not coming back because it, I, I don't even know how it spins, but somehow it spins and it lands right back at the person who threw it. Wow. Something strange about the boomerang. And so in the dream, I look at this elder and I say, can I have a go? And he gives me a medium-sized boomerang because I'm a beginner. So I am throwing this boomerang and I, and it spins in the air and it almost like it disappeared. But then Steve, this huge, and I mean huge boomerang comes back and lands right at my lap. And those elders, their eyes are open to the spiritual dimension and they look at me in the dream and they say, that's God. And I wake up. And I'm just thinking, okay, Lord, with that dream, I'm not stopping. I want to understand wow. what is occurring and what you're trying to do. So I started yeah. with understanding that the boomerangs are weapon. What they do is they use it to kill kangaroos. And it, once it hits the target, guess what? It spins back and comes to them. Ooh. Don't even ask me at how it works because I tried to have a look at all the aerodynamic stuff and I'm not technical. I'm not going to go there. But as I'm beginning to um, pray through this message, I hear the Lord downloading this. He said to me, he said to me, I am that boomerang. You know, Isaiah 55, 11, God's word does not go, does not return void. It goes out of his mouth. It does what it's asked to do. And it spins and boomerangs back to God. So it's such a powerful principle. And I heard the Lord say this to you. I heard God say, prayers, prophecies, faith of God's people in the month of June will be like a boomerang. And I heard flash words. It was like this. He said to me, get ready for a boom. Boom. Get ready for a divine comeback. Get ready for a divine setup. It is taking place. And he said, the stage is ready. And then he said, this is a month of reaping and sowing. He said, but there will be two types of boomerang released. There will be one that is my glory, a a boomerang of glory for God's people. But there will be one for judgment. And Whenever we speak about judgment, I cringe a little bit. And the Lord said, you cannot do that. You need to say that because it's coming. And there's some stuff that he showed me, which I'm going to share because it was just, it was just crazy. So these are the two types of boomerang. Let me begin with the, with the first two. He said this, Steve, that the two boomerangs that you will begin to see are happening simultaneously. And it's coming to judge evil, corruption, and sexual immorality. And mind you, this is June, 
And what are what is the celebrations that's going on right now? Oh, the whole pride thing. And you know what the Lord said to me? I'm going to say that because this was crazy that there's going to be a new virus really seen and it will be on headlines. He even showed me what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. Uh, remember, I think it was last year, it was the monkeypox. What's coming is different. What's coming is a flesh-eating worm. Mm. It's going to be destroying to the flesh. And the Lord is bringing the judgment so that there could be repentance. It's not to scare us, but it's calling us into repentance. But at the same time, there's going to be a boomerang of glory for the wow. remnant to see that turn around. The Lord is spinning that boomerang, and, and I'm going to explain how in a second. Okay. But then the Lord reminds me to go to two places, Noah and Habakkuk. Noah, the two boomerangs, they boomerang at the same time. The Bible says that Noah was a blameless man, righteous in the sight of God. At the same time, there's a lot of violence, corruption. Ooh. And so the Lord releases the two boomerangs at the same time. The boomerang of the flood to wipe out the evil and the violence. And we will see that coming, Steve, that there's going to be a wipe out flood to, to wash away a lot of corruption and a lot of violence. And the Lord is serious. This is not... Um, a sweet message, but God's people need to know that they praise the prophecies which were released. It will be headline news. Mm -hmm. It will be happening because God is wiping out corruption and violence. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he looked at Noah and he said to him, Noah, you have found favor in my sight and I am establishing my covenant between me and you. You will be fruitful and you will multiply. And so this is not to scare the remnant. Mm. It is not to scare those who are seeking, who are praying, who are believing God for the turnaround. It is to tell them that your prayers will be answered and the boomerang of God is coming. But then the Lord said this to me, it will not be without pruning. And Steve, there's a new level of fruitfulness that is coming to God's people, but it will prune some close relationships. Are you saying on that, Yvonne, that that's the good boomerang, the good, and even for the good uh, boomerang thing, it's going, there's, it's a caution or warning that pruning is part of it. So things, some things will be cut off even from the righteous that need to be cut off. Yes. Would that be a way to say what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Steve, it's going to happen in the first few months, few weeks in June. Wow. And I say that to God's people. So when the Lord prunes relationships that are draining you, the Lord said this. He said, do not fear. You're entering a month of pruning because mm. you are, you will be bearing a lot more fruit. And he said, you have, this is to God's people. He said, you've been faithful um, by what you have done. Don't be scared. That level, that new level of fruitfulness will be taking place. Um, you, the fruit of faith, trust, endurance, sacrifice will be coming to you as a boomerang. It is a rebound of fruitfulness. That was the word. It is a rebound of fruitfulness. Wow. This 
be compared to the fruit that you have even sown in the past. For I am a God of multiplication and abundance. And so I say that, Steve, because the Lord showed me trees that are fruitful, but a hand came and cut down some branches that seemed like they had a lot of leaves, but they had no fruit. So, you know, as we are watching this, if this is happening, don't be afraid. It's because there are people whom God will take out of your life before the glory boomerang lands in your lap because God is pruning and cleansing the church. So it's not to scare us. It's actually God does it with so much grace and care and gets us through this. But you can't just have a message that's all, you know, no, we need to. We need to. Hear, well, it's not a, not just a message, but it's uh, it's not just a message. It's a it's a prophetic word. God says, "I'm doing this. I'm going to do this." You know, get ready. So, wow. Amen. Is Amen. that? Uh, can I? I don't even know how to ask this. It's just. It is what it is. The word is what the word. Is there anything a person can do to prepare for that? Do they need to be more repentant, or is this simply God's going to do something that He's going to do? removing people because it's time but i think steve to be honest as i was in prayer sometimes it's very hard for us to ask for specific people to be pruned i'll be honest with you it's okay very hard so what the lord was showing me is the word obedience because remember at the start we're talking about intimacy mm-hmm. intimacy is connected to obedience you know jesus said if you love me if you love me you will obey So the two are connected. So it's those people who come and say, Lord, I am so obedient. Have your way in my life. You know, and I'm not scared of what's coming because I'm trusting you with my life. You said I have come to give you life and to give you life in abundance. So I lay down my life. This is the time of laying down everything before him, Steve, because I know there's a huge blessing that's coming to God's people and the Lord is preparing us. And so we shouldn't be afraid. And the Lord showed me, Steve, that there are relationships that are draining God's people. It's like a broken limb, but we continue to try and just, you know, think I want to reconcile with everyone. I want to, but there's going to be people, they're going to have to get the gift of goodbye because of what is coming. And so it's not, the easiest of words, but we can't just have a word that's all, you know, so so easy. Yeah. But I trust the Lord that he's bringing you into a new level of fruitfulness and you will glow with the glory of God. And again, this is not for everybody. This is for the remnant. It was always the remnant of Israel. Well, yeah, and so since, since most of us watching would be considered, we, we would see that we're part of God's remnant because we're seeking to do his will. But you're saying, basically, another way to say this might be, don't, don't be shocked if someone who you thought was important in your life God pruned them away. And don't be shocked if uh, someone that uh, is not important in your life, it is a, but you've never known how to cut that off, that God figures out how to cut, not figures out. God didn't figure out anything. God cuts it off for you. Um, so both of those. And other people will experience no change at all in the relationships because it's kind of 
yeah. where it's supposed to be, right? So yeah. Exactly. Some people are gonna be like, I'm not, I'm not interested. I know that this relation is draining me, but I don't want to. And especially Steve, there are people you could be someone could be in your life abusing you. But you don't want to be alone. You're scared to be alone. So you'd rather endure the abuse than to be alone. And I'm wow. speaking to someone, Steve. I'm speaking to someone. And the Lord's going to be telling you, you know, I, I, the God of Israel, am your husband. I am your source. I am the one who is your provider. So this is the time where, you know, just allow the Holy Spirit. This is my word to do the pruning. You know, come to him and say, Holy Spirit, here I am. I am believing that you are prospering me. You're bringing me into a new level of fruitfulness and you do what you need to do. Good, good, good. Now the next part, Steve, is crazy because I was actually praying for the United States. I was praying for what's going on and the situation that's, that we're in. And out of nowhere, the Lord says to me, go to Habakkuk. And I'm thinking, okay. So I go and I begin to read and, you know, Habakkuk, who obviously is a prophet, he's praying for his country. And the book begins by him saying, Lord, there is no justice. The wicked far outnumber the righteous. So the justice has been perverted. Ooh. So he is crying out to the Lord for his country. This is in chapter one. And he said, Lord, okay. violence is everywhere. I cry, but... No one comes to save. How long will you watch this misery? How long will you see destruction and violence? So he is crying out. And the Lord begins to tell him, Habakkuk, get ready. The boomerang of my glory is coming. And he's excited. He's really excited. And the Lord says to him, Steve, the Lord replied, look, look around the nation and be amazed. He says, for I'm doing something in your own day. Something you won't believe, even if I told you about it. That's so is like, whoa, I'm <laughs> so excited. But, you know, Steve, he doesn't understand that the boomerang spins first before it lands. And so he's thinking the Lord is going to deliver us now. It's like now. And we were thinking that that deliverance was going to happen a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And the Lord says to him, an answer he never wanted to hear. He said to him, Habakkuk, I'm raising up the Babylonians, a cruel and violent people. They are notorious for their cruelty and whatever they do, they like they do. And Habakkuk's like, I didn't pray for this administration. That's not what I want. What are you doing, God? And the Lord is like, they're not coming because I'm glorifying them. They're coming and their season is because I'm making a mockery of them. And he says this to them in the boomerang. He said to them, the cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to your enemies and disgrace will cover their glory. And I'm saying that, Steve, because we're going to see in this coming season the boomerang of God's glory. God never signed up for the Babylonians. He never wanted them. The reason why they were there was because God wanted to show his people who he really is. That's good. That's that's a whole bit different thing. I'm glad you added those words. You know, I never signed up for this administration. I never, you know, but God, it's like God, in a sense, raises them up to cut their heads off, so to speak, you know. 
and you know what he says this in in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 8 he said they have plundered many nations but the people who are left in the land will plunder them is that not amazing yeah we are thinking lord we are outnumbered Lord, mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to happen. Lord, I don't know how many white hats there are. But the Lord just says, I don't want you to worry about any of this. This in the next six months, there's going to be that boomerang and people will see it and it will go one by one in judgment. Why? Mm. Because of this, the cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to your enemies and disgrace will cover their glory. If they think that there's glory now, wait until we see the boomerang. Mm. Because things are going to happen. And so Habakkuk is not upset anymore. He mm. knows the Lord's doing something fresh. That the Lord's doing something new. That his plans are grand than we ever thought. And he says this, okay, the sovereign Lord is my strength. Mm. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on heights Good. and he begins to glorify the Lord. So as I was beginning to pray, Steve, the Lord was saying to me, what you're seeing now is just the spinning part. It's not the land. It's about the land. You are in the spinning stage, right? but in the spinning stage, I am making a mockery. I am making a mockery of what is happening. So you get to stand relax, watch, and enjoy the show because it's going to be glorious. Very good. Very, very, very good. Well, I see this next part is about corrupt church leaders. Um, yeah. I sort of want to hear it, and I don't, sort of don't want to hear it. So, so I haven't yeah. read it, but, but that, you know, that's yeah. something that we've wanted. You know, I came through, uh, you're a lot younger than I am, but I came through the 80s when the whole Jim Baker, Jimmy Swagger, and all that stuff fell apart. It was nasty, horrible. Well, now we're in this new season, decades later, four decades later, basically. And uh, God's coming around for another round. We've seen some stuff where church leaders have been exposed. So talk yeah. about what's coming. So, you know, Steve, as I was in prayer, and I say that because there's a lot of young believers that are focusing their eyes on people. And when these people fall, they step away from the Lord. Oh, The Lord is saying to us as a church that this is the season to focus on the author and the finisher of our faith. And at the same time, there's going to be some mega church leaders. They will fall and they will disappear. And that's not to scare the body of Christ once again. God is pruning his church. So I go to Second Peter and it talks about them. And it says this, Steve, in the very act of bringing others down, they themselves will be brought down. This is in the message transla translation. The evil will boomerang on wow. them. <laughs> wow. So you get to see that what's in fashion right now is that some church leaders to try and grab attention to themselves, rather than focusing on the kingdom, they are going out to destroy other ministers. They're going out, they're making videos, they're making podcasts, and all of a sudden they're judging so-and-so, and they're judging so-and-so, and without them realizing they fall sick, 
they, they, they are, you know, destroyed. And this is a warning. And so this message of today is a hard one because it's a time of us to repent and say, who are we? Who am I to judge someone else? It is the time for me to focus. It says the boomerang, their boomerang will, uh, their evil will boomerang on them. They are so despicable and addicted to pleasure that they indulge in wild parties. You know, Steve, I'm going to tell you this and you're going to laugh. I was speaking to someone and they went to Israel with another ministry. I'm not going to mention their name. Okay. And she said to me, how did you enjoy Israel? And I was saying to her, oh, I loved Israel. And she said, what did you do? And I was telling her about, oh, we went to Mount Carmel. And, you know, Steve Sponson, he was amazing. Prophet Robin was amazing. And I said to her, you know, even after dinner, we'd meet together three nights, I think, or four nights. And we were in prayer and we were in worship. And she started crying. She said, Yvonne. You don't know what happened to our group. She said to me, the pastors, based, there was no prayer time whatsoever. She said, then they sent a text message saying that in the evening, meet us at the bar for a whiskey and a cigar. Oh, I was shocked. I'm not mentioning names, but I'm yeah. shocked. Oh, oh, and man. I, uh, see, so we can't do that, Steve. We cannot be a lukewarm church. We need to step up our game. And when we see leaders fall, then we understand that God is pruning some leadership that take their calling, how can I say it, for granted. They get used to the pulpit. They get used to the views. They get used to, and the Lord's saying, don't get used to it. I'm calling, be holy as I am holy. Be set apart as I am set apart. Don't judge someone else. Don't go out destroying this person's ministry and that person's ministry. Who are you? Even when Asbury Revival came out, so many people began to judge them. Why? Why are we judging? So this is a time of repentance. Why? We're coming into the greatest times of our life. I was speaking to a young believer and she said to me, Yvonne, I would have loved to live in the days of Jesus. Wouldn't you? And I said to her, I'm living in the greatest days now. Because wow, good for you. Wow. <laughs> has been poured out already for 2,000 years. How difficult was it for Peter, who was crucified upside down? How difficult was it for John, who was, you know, poured in oil? Here we are. The Holy Spirit has been poured out. We are these established ministries. We are living in the best days. We just need to move in our authority, ascend to the heavenly realms, reflect the glory of our Lord, speak life over our country, begin to move and bring the kingdom of heaven here on earth. So this is not to judge people, Steve, but if someone's watching me, and you're in leadership, and you've just left your secret place. Mm. If you just, you know, abandoned your time with the Lord, the Lord is gently calling you again into a place of intimacy, mm. a place where He wants to reignite you. If you've spoken about another minister, or you to try to destroy the reputation of someone else, repent. You don't know what they're going through. Just say, Lord, I repent. I break every word, every curseful word that I said about them. Bless them, Lord. Bless their ministry, Lord. 
And as you do that, watch, watch your ministry go to another level. Watch your business go to another level, your relationship. So it's not to bring condemnations to you. Although it could sound like a bit of a tough word, but, you know, I've written the whole word down and I know it's going to be published um, on the Elijah list. Go ahead. If you wanted to read it, if you wanted to read it, you can. can. Yeah. Let me, let me do that. Amen. Let me do that. Yeah. You Lord, thank you, Father. So, Steve, this is what I heard. I heard that the Lord say, "Lift up your hands yes, to Lord. receive the boomerang of my favor, for you have pleased my heart." Boomerangs first circle in the air before their return. You thought I wasn't coming for you. You thought I have forgotten all about you. But even if a mother forgets her own child, I will never forget you. Do not be afraid. You are entering a month of pruning in order to bear more fruit. You have been fruitful, but what you're entering into is another level that you have never seen before. A new level of fruitfulness that's coming. Your faith, endurance, trust, sacrifice have come before me. Mm. And you will receive my divine boomerang, my rebound of fruitfulness. This cannot be compared to the fruit you have sown, for I am a God of abundance and multiplication. My boomerang of glory will land right in your lap. My great comeback will be greater than anything you have ever experienced. Even if I told you, you will not believe, for you will rise, for you will rise and see the plunder of the enemy. You will stand and see my salvation. You will see the wicked drown in their wickedness and greed for my boomerang of judgment against evil and corruption will be on display. Just like my boomerang destroyed during the days of Noah and drowned Pharaoh's armies, so it shall be once again over the wicked. You will stand and see a boomerang released from the heavenly court to uplift the righteous and destroy the wicked. My promises regarding you will not go void, for you are destined to bear much fruit. Like a boomerang, they have come out of my mouth and will not return back empty. They will accomplish what I've ordained them to do. I am pruning my church and my body to bear more fruit. Do not fear when you see some fall, for the greatest harvest of fruit is coming. I'm raising up kingdom investors who will be blessed beyond measure, because of their hearts for souls. So get ready, for June will be a turning point, Mm. a different direction of manifest fruitfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. 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 Thank you. So good, Yvonne. Wow. I'm going to read that over several times. I'm going to put this together and read this. Good word. Um, do you, go ahead. I guess we're kind of at that time, aren't we? Uh, go ahead and pray for the people, if you will. I'm kind of just like caught up in the moment of hearing this, so it's, really, it's a good, it's a good distraction. It's like wow. Okay. Amen. Let's do so, that. Yeah. 
Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, thank mm. you. Thank you for your presence. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Father, we thank you for this precious month. And we thank you for the boomerang mm. of glory. Father, in the mm. name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, and we repent. And we come, Lord, into full alignment with heaven, full alignment with the Holy Spirit. Yes, and we say, Father, like those elders that threw the boomerang and it landed back in their lap. Father, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that this is going to be a month where the boomerang of glory will land, Lord, in the lap of your people. That you are raising your church with signs wonders and healing and glorious presence father in the name of jesus i thank you i thank you lord that even as you are releasing boomerangs of mm. judgment god you are uplifting our country you are doing something god that we have never seen before yes, and lord, we give you thanks god we start early celebrations we say thank you for the boomerang of victory lord over the united states we thank you lord for the boomerang god of revival that is coming we thank you for nations are coming to you and lord those that are hurting right now those that are wounded right now mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, I speak healing over their wounded heart. I speak healing, God, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for raising them up to see your glory, even into the heavenly realms. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord, in Elijah's dreams. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, my friend, thank you, Juan. God bless you. So good. Always thank so, so, so good. I'm going to read this over several more times. Great word for June. And yes, we will be posting that as well. If you're not subscribed, this is always free. Elijahs.com. This word will come out to you, but you'd have to subscribe right away if you're not. So, Yvonne, thank you so much. Give our love to Mina. I've been giving him a hard time. He's been giving me a hard time on Telegram on our private thing. He's a he's he's a lot of fun. We just have a lot of fun kidding each other, and then we. Then we do something holy, and then, then we get back to kidding each other. You know, it's really, you know, it's it's kind of the best of both worlds. We know how to be holy together, but we also know how to give each other a good hard time and a good in a fun way. So, so funny. God bless you, Yvonne. Thank you so much. Remember, go to celebratefreedomministries.org. She put that up a couple of times. I always rewind it to get that. And I hope you'll sign up for. So tell them again if they want to do the ascension class, they need to take the inner healing. Class. Is that yeah. what I'm understanding? You're not doing it as a separate. Thing. I will be. I will be doing it and posting it as a separate class as well for those who want to do it. So keep your eyes on the website. But what I wanted to do is for anyone who's taking the inner healing class because it has eight different sessions of breaking curses, releasing forgiveness, all the essentials. What the Lord asked me to do is for those students to do a specialized class. Um, so that they can really enjoy and, and walk in that freedom that's, that the Lord has for them. Very good. All right, we're going to get going here. And I, if I don't go soon, I'm about to sneeze. If that may, I, you don't even feel it coming. So I'm going to sign off before I sneeze. God bless you all. It was fun having you all there that, that I can't see, but you can see me. Uh, we had fun having you here. We had fun with you, Yvonne. And have a good day. And we will see you on this. You're seeing this on Friday. So Charlie Champ will be with us on Monday because uh, Johnny's in Brazil. And we're going to reschedule him later in the week. So you won't miss him that next week. It just won't be Monday. Have a great day, everyone. See you later. Mm -hmm.
This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.